Hi everyone, it is January 31st. You have made it through the first month of 2023. So weird. Um, for my devotional today uh, and for the weeks that I do devotionals, I thought that I would take you along with me on little word studies. I've been wanting to get back into the groove of, of studying the language a little bit. Um, and so pulling you guys in with me is a way to actually motivate myself to, to do it because it just seems like I've been putting it off and putting it off. So um, today I'm going to relate back to Eric's sermon from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he was preaching on Luke 15 and going through the parable of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and then the prodigal son. Um, <clears throat> and when he was talking about the woman uh, going after the, the lost coin, it's in Luke 15, verse 8. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I lost. So he was talking about our seeking and our pursuing a little bit in that message. And throughout the whole sermon, the word pursue just stuck out in my mind. So um, I kind of wanted to dive into that and then talk a little bit about that. Um, when I looked back through the Hebrew Old Testament, there, there are, of course, several words used in like synonyms, but one of the common words used in the Old Testament that was coming up was radaf. Um, and this word means to pursue, to go after, to persecute, and to case. Um, so you kind of get get all of those terms in that. Um, we see it in many passages. So, for example, in Genesis 14, 14, we see Abraham pursuing the armies of the four kings that took Lot. In Exodus 14, 4, Pharaoh is pursuing the Israelites after he had agreed to release them. Uh, Deuteronomy 28, 45, and it says, And all these curses shall come upon you and pursue you and overtake you till you are destroyed, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes that he commanded you. And so God, in his chapter, he's laying out what's going to happen if people disobey. Um you know, he's saying that these things are going to come and pursue them and overtake them if they don't obey his, his law. So a um, little, little terrifying, but uh, also in the book of Joshua and Judges, we see armies pursuing um, their enemies in First and Second Samuel and, and Kings. We're seeing Saul pursuing and going after uh, David. And then all these types of pursuits are like, diligent, like they have their mind set on it. It's a mission um, that is set upon their heart or their mind for whatever situation uh, brought that pursuit about. Um, in Proverbs 13, 21, we are seeing disaster pursuing sinners. Um, in Job 19, it says, why do you, like God, pursue me? Why are you not satisfied with my flesh? His, his friends have been kind of trying to talk to him and tell him what he's doing wrong. Um, and he's recognizing all of these things that are happening. And he's like, 
you know, I'm being persecuted. So, but, but why do you have to persecute me more? Um, Isaiah 123, they chase after gifts. And Isaiah 511, the wicked pursue strong drink. So there are many, many more passages within the Old Testament. I just tried to pull a few. And don't get me wrong, there are plenty of good uses of this word radaf also. Um, we're seeing it in Psalm 23, 6, 34, 14, and Proverbs 21, 21, and Isaiah 51, 1. Um, that one says, for those who pursue righteousness, theirs is the, the salvation of God. God's salvation is for you. Um, so there are plenty of, of good uses as well, but a lot of times there's this negative um, connotation or, or pursuit of, of people <laughs> um, or things. So then when you flip into the Old or the New Testament, when you flip into the New Testament, a word that parallels this Hebrew term radolf is um, dioko. I don't know if I exactly pronounced it correctly, but this also means to pursue, persecute, to press on, um, to put into rapid motion, and to follow eagerly. We see this in several passages, um, such as Matthew 5.10, the Beatitudes, right? He said, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. And I know it's kind of weird to, to think about this these terms meaning pursue, which we probably in English normally think seek, but it also in the original languages is meaning persecute also um, <clears throat> because you're being pursued with the negative things, basically. Um, in, in Luke 21, 12, Jesus is foretelling of his persecution, how um, the Pharisees and they're going to um, pursue how to get Jesus killed, basically. They want him gone. They don't want to deal with him anymore. Uh, he goes against, he doesn't go against what they've been teaching because he's the fulfillment of it, but they don't, they're so closed off to realizing that he is the fulfillment to all the prophecies. Um, in Acts 22, 4, Paul pursued the way, so the teachings of, of Jesus, to death because he persecuted the church. So that verse says that he persecuted the way to death. He pursued that way um, so that people would die. And then in Acts 26, 11, <clears throat> he's kind of talking about the same the same stuff, and he says, I pursued these people even to foreign cities. I followed them so I could deal with them because I didn't like their teaching. Um, and then in Romans 9, 31 through 32, let me turn. 31 through 32. But that Israel, who pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, did not succeed in reaching that law. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were based on works. So we start to see a shift in this word pursuit. Um, we are, we're seeing Paul admit that he's, he's following these people diligently, but in a negative sense that he can get rid of them. Um, but now he's, he's saying, you know, Israel... They wanted to follow the law to the extent that they thought their salvation, that they're going 
to um, heaven that their reward was based off of their works, which that's that's not right. They didn't pursue it by faith because through Christ is the only way that um, any fulfillment to the law is going to come. So we're seeing this word kind of shift now being used into a more positive light for what we should pursue. Um, though it is still often used in, in reference to persecution that will come in the future to Christians. So <clears throat> as we now see this word used in a more positive light for what we, we should pursue, we can look at more passages like Romans 14, 19. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. First Corinthians 14, 1, pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. And Philippians 3, 12 through 14, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. So in that verse, the the verb uh, dioko is actually the pressing forward toward. Um, it's it's the same word in the Greek text, but it is just translated slightly um, to a different meaning. But <clears throat> we're in a different different um, interpretation. So the vocabulary there is just slightly different when you switch it to English. Um, but I press on toward the goal, toward the prize. And that's not because of his own doing. It is entirely based on Christ Jesus because he has made him his own. Um, and then in 2 Timothy 2.22, so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So I just thought that it was really cool to see that shift um, in the text. You're, you're looking at this word, and I had this thought going around in my head about pursuit. And obviously, I know I'm supposed to pursue certain things in my life, um, but what did that look like, like through the, through the text and the translations? Um, so seeing it in the Old Testament, especially with a heavy emphasis on battles and uh, pursuing enemies or the wrong things, um, like the gifts and the strong drink, as it says in, in the Psalms and the Proverbs. Um, and then you come into the New Testament and there's still a lot of pursuit of the wrong things, but then it brings Christ into the picture. And that is supposed to completely change the things that we pursue, that we go after diligently, that we follow. Um, we need to follow the things of Christ as, as strongly as we would want to follow anything. We want to seek those. Um, that's what needs to be on our heart. And um, I just thought that that was a really cool transition in the language and I wanted to share it. So uh, now that Christ has come and died for our sins, we pursue love and peace and righteousness, and we press on. All right. Bye, guys.